Hey everybody and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. So excited to have you join me as we continue walking through the New Testament. And today we are in Romans chapter 5. Now, the argument up to this point, we've seen how we lack the righteousness of God. We've begun to see how the righteousness of God is freely offered in Jesus Christ through his death and resurrection. And in Romans chapter 5, there's... there's <laughs> There's a, a couple of days worth of material here, but but what I want to encourage you with today is some of the benefit that that a believer has when you when you have the uh, the gospel in your life, when you have trusted in Jesus, when you have the righteousness of God, and and uh, this is um, this is no small thing. The benefit that we have in Christ it is it is a weighty matter. It is a transformational uh, truth as we begin to realize. The, the standing we have now before God and the implications it has for us in moments of difficulty, in moments of trial, in moments of pressure, in moments when life is not fair, when we feel like we're being crushed by all the pressure, in moments where we feel hopeless. Well, let me show you what I mean. Let's look at the just the very beginning of, beginning of Romans chapter 5. It says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, but not by our own works, not by our own good deeds, but by faith in Jesus. Here's what it says. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, benefit number one right here. We have, we have peace. We have peace. The Old Testament idea of peace is this, this picture of wholeness of without being broken or ruptured or we have wholeness this is really the idea of a relational harmony in the new testament we we now no longer have the wrath of god remember chapter 1 verse 18 we no longer experience the wrath of god being poured out from heaven against all ungodliness and the unrighteousness of men but instead we now have peace with God. Just just sit here for a minute. Because what this means is, imagine if you have a good friend and you have done something terrible to that good friend. You have ruined the relationship with that friend. That friend is, they're fit to be tied. They are, they, are, they are brought to a boiling point. They are so mad at you. And you're at this point where you have no idea if anything can ever be restored. We'll take that and multiply it by a million. And that's, that's where Romans 1 begins. We have, we have broken relationship with God. We have lost all sense of peace. His righteous anger is aimed at us, and we are the, we are the target of his righteous, just anger. But now because of Christ, we have peace with God. You realize God is no longer mad at you. God is no longer angry at you. God is no longer uh, aiming his judgment at you. When we get to chapter 8, it says, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. This is where you and I, who are in Christ, stand. Notice it says, By faith through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have trusted what he has done, not what we've accomplished. We trust what he has done. And so now we have peace with God. Well, let's continue. It says, through him, 
we have also obtained access by faith into his grace in which we stand. We now stand in the favor of God because of Christ, by faith in him. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. We rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Our, our church sings a song that has that, that line in it. We rejoice. We, we have this, this inward sense of delight that overflows and it's in the hope of the glory of God, in the hope that not only do we have peace with God, but one day we will stand with him and we will bask in his glory. We, we, will, we will be in his presence. It says not only that, verse three, but we rejoice in our suffering. Wait, what? Mike, I can get on board with rejoicing in the hope of the glory of God. That sounds amazing. But rejoicing in our suffering? What are you talking about? Why would we rejoice in our suffering? Look at the text. Not only that, but we rejoice in our suffering. The, the suffering we're dealing with right now, the difficulty, the pressure, the, the drama, the pain, the persecution, we rejoice in our suffering knowing that suffering produces endurance. When we suffer, we learn to endure in our faith in Christ. We learn to, to remain under the pressure, clinging to Jesus as our hope. And endurance produces character. We become more Christ-like. And character produces hope. The more we live like Christ, the more we have our hope set on everything he, he is going to do and everything he's already accomplished in our lives. And hope does not put to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You know, this, this hope that we have doesn't put us to shame. Even, even if we're being shamed in the world around us, there, there is going to come an ultimate vindication when we, where our hope is it is comes into this moment of consummation where we now realize the fullness of eternity as we stand before God in his glory. We hope right now in that day. We don't hope that everything will go easy today. We don't hope that our life will be perfect and that life will be healthy and wealthy. We don't hope that we will be without trouble in this life. No, our hope is in that day and that hope will not be put to shame because God's love has already been poured into our hearts as we love God because he loves us, as we love each other because he loves us. This is the benefit we have, the benefit we have in the gospel. The benefit we have in the gospel starts by recognizing we have peace with God through the work of Jesus Christ. And so we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God, but we also rejoice in the suffering we experience right now. And whatever the difficulty is that we're going through right now, we take our eyes off of the difficulty and we turn our eyes to Jesus. So we say, I know that glory waits and I know the suffering I experience right now, it's producing something. It's producing endurance and character and hope, which leads to even a greater experience of the love of God in Christ. This is the ancient way for our modern day. It's to embrace what we've been given in the gospel 
And then no matter what we experience, to, to rejoice, knowing that ultimately we have eternity with God waiting for us. Let me ask you, where, where does this meet you today? What is the greatest difficulty that you're experiencing in your life right now? So I talk to folks, sometimes it's just the, the pressures of time. There's, there's more to do than there is time. If that's you, I, I understand that. Maybe you're experiencing great difficulty and struggle and suffering because of some relational conflict. Maybe, maybe there's tension in family or an extended family. Maybe the church you're in, there's, there's some sort of difficulty or tension that you is yet to be resolved and it's just weighing on you and it's heavy. Maybe the tension is your financial situation or your health situation or your employment situation. Listen, whatever the variety of struggle and suffering you are experiencing today, right now, listen, I want to remind you that in this moment, you can rejoice. Not because that situation is going to be okay, hunky-dory, perfect, but you can rejoice knowing that God is working in your life making you more like Christ, transforming you into the holiness, into the holy life that you're called to live. He is working in your life right now as you endure. So not only do you rejoice in the hope of the glory of God because you have peace with God, but you rejoice in your suffering because the love of God has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. You know, your assignment as we end this video, your ancient way for our modern day as, as this video comes to a conclusion is to, to stop and just say, say, say thank you to God for the difficulty you're going through. And then ask him to give you eyes to see how he is transforming you in that situation. Ask him to give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation and the knowledge of him so that you can know how to think about the difficulties you're facing and you can glorify him and you can grow even in the suffering. That, that's the ancient way for our modern day today.